welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. Um, welcome to another week of K-pop goodness. I'm joined by my esteemed uh, group of fellow podcasters, Kiara. Hey, everyone. Shannon. Hey, guys. T- and uh, Tim. Tim Murdy Murda. Hey, yo. Um, much thanks to you guys. They have been, uh, I told you guys there was going to be a huge media dump on Monday, and much thanks to you guys. They have been, uh, following us, um, uh, listening to our podcast, watching our videos, um, especially if you guys are interested, curious about some of our podcasters, um, such as Shannon, um, we definitely have, um, We've done some videos and uh, vlogging so that you can get to know them a little better. And um, I would say to expect to see more of that in the future. Before I officially get started, I do want to um, acknowledge, even though technically at the moment that we're recording, (laughs) it is September 12th, but this show is technically our September 11th show. So I just want to kind of say, you know, uh, you know, kind of mention the fact that um, it is or was the you know 14th anniversary of 9-11 for those of us stateside. Um, so, you know, that's always going to be in the back of our minds. I can't believe it's been like 14 years, like since the Twin Towers fell. Um, I remember, like, that whole thing and being in school when it happened, because I was on the West Coast, so I was already... Yeah, like, I remember it, too, you know. and in my little... Okay, it's not that it's little, but okay, in my in, insignificant town, city of where I live at, we have a nuclear power plant that is miles and miles away from our city, like, out in the middle of nowhere, um, in one of the counties somewhere. And people were literally calling their kids out of school because there were rumors that some oh planes were going to come over our little area because there we had like a small nuclear power plant. And I just remember thinking like that's ridiculous. Our whole and, school shut down because they were terrified. It was because the way our school system worked is our school was physically on the largest. Navy and air base in the Northeast, and it was the closest one to actually get to D.C. and New York, so everyone just assumed that that was going to be the next base hit, because it's the only base that can land the Blue Angels uh, north of Georgia. So the whole school got shut down, and we had no idea. I mean, they weren't telling us crap, but we all got pulled out. Yeah, I remember that, too. Like, the teachers, everyone was very, like, weird, you know, secretive, you know, you know when you when you're in school or stuff and you know something's going on but nobody's saying anything and then you get to that one teacher's class you know that one teacher this is like okay this is what's going on you know and I had that one teacher he was always he was my best teacher ever that I had in like high school middle school all those years that taught us uh, AP history and he was just like all right well I'm turning on CNN and we're gonna watch this for the entire period <laughs> and that's what we did. Him and my Spanish teacher, and they were just like, yeah, this is what's going on. And everyone else was kind of, you know, in hushed whispers, I guess because they thought that people would get scared. But, I mean, 
you know, I felt kind of offended at that because I was like, tell us what's going on. My school um, was pretty open about it. Like, we, every class that I was in, we were watching it and watching everything that happened. Like, there was basically not a real class. And then by, like, 12, they let us out because it was a national tragedy. But, yeah. like, yeah, I remember watching it. Yeah, the school day, but people were definitely taking their kids out, I remember. Yeah, they, um, they canceled for us, but I remember in, the his, in my history channel, my teacher, uh, my history teacher at the time was, you know, watching it because she had a relative, I think, that actually worked near the Twin Towers, so she was, like, oh. terrified. Yeah. My cousin worked in the Twin Towers. He was he was called in sick that day, but, yeah, wow. that, was, that was not wow. a fun day. My whole family lives on Long Island, so we spent three weeks making sure we could get a hold of everyone, because everyone works in the city, whether you worked in the towers or not. Right. Most people work downtown. Yeah. That whole area collapsed. I mean, so many people died because of the, the fumes. From the buildings collapsing. Yeah, there are people, um, I remember several weeks ago they were talking about uh, someone who had recently passed who was uh, someone that had been exposed to uh, the fumes in the area or something and they had um, gotten cancer and lung cancer or some kind and they had passed away. So, I mean, it's still, I mean, it's a very, like, present thing. Um, in society, even though it's like 14 years have passed, it's crazy. Like there are people, like there are kids in high school now that don't really remember, you know, it happening, and that's crazy to to me. You know, that like is it's going to me. It's a thing that's like to them, it's just like oh, it's it, you know, it's just to think that like they think of 9/11 like we think of like the Vietnam War or something. I don't know, and maybe that that might be too far away. For it to be a good comparison, but um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it it's still, and and unfortunately with tragedies, you know, the farther away you get from them, you know, it's smaller. The you know, every year, you know, the every year the the crowds get smaller, the memorials get smaller, but it, it's always going to be something that people are going to to think of because I mean. War on terror is still going on, as far as I'm, as far as I know. So, um, you know, that's. I just felt like, you know, even though we're a K-pop show and we focus on South Korea and, and all that, um, you know, we do have Americans on the show. So, but like that was something that needed to be mentioned. Um, so there is that. Um, also, I wanted to mention before I forget because I didn't write it down. <laughs> Um, but I do want to mention congratulations to Sonia of Wonder Girls, who's having pregnant with her second baby. Um, she already has uh, her first child, um, who is approximately about two. Um, so people were saying it was like she's having another baby, but her child is not a baby anymore. It's you know it's two. So she's. I mean, two is still a baby, but. Well, I mean, she was fairly young. I mean, I you know. Saying. You know, I, I don't mean, think there's not anything really wrong with young, but no, it was more like people were like, "What? She's pregnant again?" As if she's like pregnant for the fourth or fifth time, or right. something like that. Yeah, like, which I understand. Baby. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm just saying the two is still very much so like that's a baby. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, for for young people nowadays, they we don't tend to see people that are as enthusiastic about having children. But um, from what I understand, you know, Sunye grew up in the household 
um, you know, with her grandparents. She didn't have really the traditional home life. And um, I know she sung about, you know, the passing of her father many, many times and things like that. So it may just be, you know, she and and I think it's the case that she she probably wants a a full fun, you know, full happy functioning family. And you know, I hope that happens for her. So can you know? Congratulations to her and uh, um, happy, uh, safe um, pregnancy and birth. And if there's nothing else, uh, let's get on to debuts. Um, I got confused with uh, so this group, uh, this Dia, they debut with somehow. This is a group. Yes, there's a group. Named Dia in all caps, and there is a artist named Dia in all caps. The artist okay. was done first, but apparently that it confused matter. me. But yes, there is a group named Dia, female group, I'm assuming. Uh, the debut. No, no, Dia the is a new group. It's brand new. Uh, oh, the solo. Yeah, with new, they're a new group. The, the solo artist was from Kiss and Cry previously. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I remember people got on her really bad because her voice sounded a little bit like Park Bombs, like a tiny bit. They have like similarities, and people were like she's copying Park Bomb, and I thought that was really unfair at the she time. She kind of sounds like Park Bomb if Park Bomb had uh, understood how to sing properly and didn't destroy her vocal cords. Her course. voice is completely different as far as how she. Sings. Yeah. I totally agree, but if you're gonna say they sound alike, it's like what Park Bomb should sound like if she sang properly, because she does not sing. I properly. mean, like there's thing tonal similarities, but I mean, people were straight up like accusing her of copying, and I was like, this is not right. Um, you know, my, you know, my as far as like group names, especially new group, new group names, like my tolerance for them are getting so low. I don't even know how to pronounce this group. Uh, it's up, and then there's a number ten, and then there's shun, shun T I O N. Attention, so like attention. Attention, attention. Yeah, attention. Like attention. I don't know. It. I don't know. Anyway, they debuted with something called "So Dangerous." Day six debuted. Um, I. Quite liked them. Um, boring TAM ripoff. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I wasn't standing for them or anything, but I thought they were pleasant. Um, I like. I like it. I think it's a. Uh, it's a little like. I, I was afraid that they were gonna sound like FT Island or something like that, and I wouldn't be into it. Um, but I kind of dig it. I think that they showed potential, but they gave me kind of a lackluster debut song. I but mean, I, I heard their mini album and is really good. So. They're a band, so right there they have a handicap going into this whole thing. I heard their mini's um, good. I haven't listened to it, but yeah, uh, their mini it, album it is called the, the Day. Yeah, it might oh, just be uh, Jesus. The like first song. Well, you know, JYP has this whole obsession with days and times and whatever. Um, Listen, someone number... needs to buy that man a goddamn watch so we can tell the time and leave his groups alone. <laughs> um. <laughs> Day six is their uh, single uh, that they're promoting is congratulations, and they are a band. Um, and yeah, it is kind of a I guess you know I don't know how to 
Uh, it, I mean, it's yeah, it, like a two a.m. song, like yeah, it's a it's a traditional like kind of pop ish. I don't think it's bad though. It's just pop not, band kind of song. It's, it's a safe debut, in my opinion. Like it's it's very safe. Yeah. It, it shows off that like there's actual talent there. Um, it's not like I feel like they didn't make it with the intent to blow you away. They made it with the intent to be like, this is day six, kind of well, like them a little bit, sort of mm. thing. Well, and now knowing what we know about Icon and the fact that they're debuting on the 15th, um, I can see why Day 6. Do they just threw them out there because they didn't want anything overshadowing their next Big Bang? Um, well, that wouldn't take very much with this song, but... <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> just so, no Icon is officially supposed to be debuting on the 15th of this month. They have... Five title tracks, five MVs, and a full album of 12 songs. So they're definitely, I feel like Papa YG is, is, I mean, especially with the Big Bang guys getting older and going into the military soon, whichever of them is going first, hopefully not top. Um, uh, who's going into the military icon is... Hopefully not the oldest one and the closest one towards military <laughs> duty. <laughs> Whatever, Listen, I'm just being living my fantasy. You know it to be true. The Hunger Games is going to begin in YG real fast. <laughs> so Icon is obviously his pet project. I feel like the, his his favorite one. Um, even though I think Winner, I I hope Winner doesn't get screwed, but there's a chance that they may be. Um, you sent me a note, uh, Tim, about Jesse going solo, possibly. I don't know well, about that. He has a solo song coming out. Um, it's like called Sayani or something. Uh, but it, it is, it, it's a thing. It's going to have a music video. There's a teaser for it. It's real. So it's not like. I don't think she's going completely solo, but she is going to have a solo song that comes out. Okay. Um, I'm surprised she hasn't come out with the whole thing late uh, yet, but um, maybe she had to wait for Cheetah to, to do something first. Uh, comebacks. Uh, people, but they have did. already. Oh, Kiara? Oh, no, I'm saying Jessie did release a song. She released a song. She didn't release a music video for it, but she had that Butterfly song or something like mm-hmm. that. So oh. She did, she I thought she maybe had released something beforehand. Yeah. They did pretty well on the trash for a while. Yeah. I'd be interested to see what a full like, the, uh, album or a mini album would be like from her, though. A mess. Uh, It'd be a hot mess, but I would buy that mess so fast. <laughs> I would listen to it. But uh, it can't be, be any worse than what Hannah's been putting out lately. I do want to put out for all the people who are in LA or in the California region, Jesse is going to have a concert in LA, and oh. the tickets are like dirt cheap. So <laughs> I'm going. But <laughs> Why not? If I would live there, I would go too. Yeah, it's like, VIP is like 70 bucks. Like, I'm going to be there. <laughs> I'm going to go stand. Well, you're going to go there as our Nyan uh, undercover operative and try and find out some good stuff for us. Tim. I'll be there, yep. Yep. Jessie is, yeah, Jessie, she can, she's Amer- American, right? Or she speaks English? She Korean speaks American. English. I don't, yeah, I think she's Korean-American. Yeah. She's Korean-American. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, we might be able to get something juicy out of this, so, yeah. Tim. I mean, that would be incredible because I would stand so hard. <laughs> I freaking love Jesse. So, so Tim, I love her voice. Get your black trench coat on because it, it's time to get real. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, comebacks. Uh, 
Monster X came back with Rush. Who? Seventeen came back wow, with. Wow, this shade. We're not no, gonna talk. Seriously, really who is Monster X? You can That's talk a legitimate about group. If anybody wants to talk about Monster X, please go ahead. I I I don't. I no, don't who like are they? Like I've never They're heard of them before. They're from Starship. They're the group that got made on that. Uh, what was it called? No Mercy. Oh, no Mercy. okay. Yeah. Okay, I, I remember. I remember that kind of. But I don't really know them. It's a boy have, group. Of course, I don't know shit about it. They have the potentially and hopefully not racist uh, uh, rapper in their group, <laughs> who dropped the M bomb already and probably tarnished his well, reputation for international you know. fans. We can but, only hope that for like all the groups with like rappers true. at this point. Um, but uh, I think the song was like pretty okay. I liked it better than their debut song. It was um, written by Giddy Boy, producer. Oh, Giddy that Boy. explains it. <laughs> I really yeah, like but him. But no, I, I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah, I saw him in the video. But um, I thought it, I thought it was pretty good for a follow-up. I liked it way better than their debut. I'm curious. Like they seem genuinely talented. So I'm kind of curious where things are going with them. I don't think this this is the song that would make me like stand them because I'm too afraid I'm gonna like them and then be stuck in another situation where I have Block B all over again. Um, but I think it's that's scaring me off. It's hard like, to tell with Starship because they've done all right by Sistar, but we haven't really seen them like manage another group other than them, really, have we? Poor boyfriend, you forgot about them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, they're in the starship. Yes, yep. Yeah. Who else is gonna hire creepy twins to not for just Halloween? Like, I can see them being hired for Halloween, but other than that, those boys scare the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what they. I don't even know. What okay. They look like, think so. of think of a deer on crack. Those eyes are so <laughs> wide it can't blink, and then put it on a human human face, and that. I would don't be know why you're. I don't know why you're talking about Yuna like that. That's hella rude, dude. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Red Velvet came back with Dum Dum mini album called The Red. We'll get we'll get back to them in a minute. Um, Seventeen came back with mini album Hide and Seek and a song called Lance, um, where they're being all cute and uh, different colored hair. And I hate yeah. that. <laughs> and you can't tell the difference between a girl and a boy in that one, yeah. No, I just saw the hair and I assumed it was a girl. Okay. Well, I what do you saw get the when hair? You, what do you, What do you get when you assume? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Make it ass out of you and me. English <laughs> All right. I would. I. You know what? I heard that so many times growing up, Shannon. I will. I will. I will. You know. That's very true. <laughs> it's like the worst pun ever, but it's my favorite to use all the time. Oh, I hate it. I can, so I can see you using that like in every possible opportunity. Oh, I guarantee you she uses but it. But like, 17 <laughs> right now is Cletus is on their knees thinking whatever whatever they pray to that 17 is making some money for them right I don't now. know why they don't, if they're that desperate, I don't know why they don't just bring out OC. That's their only group that's ever really made them money. I don't think Orange Caramel probably, the, the thing is Orange Caramel is popular, but I don't think they make them as much money as we think. I think part of the issue is they probably spend so much <laughs> making the Orange Caramel <laughs> concept that they don't have the money to, they don't make like a real profit. They probably burn even. And they spend all <laughs> that money on that god-awful group newest. 
Yeah, I mean, there's that. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to bring up newest, but all right, we're just gonna go there. We just ran up groups, and I'm like, oh, I, I recognize that name, but nothing, no, nothing comes to my mind. Like, yeah, because they're, bo they're more boring than a piece of white bread that started to grow mold. Oh like, there's God. nothing to that group. She's, People, she's just going no, in. no pictures come to my head. Um, Jisol, uh. Mini album, Dirty, Crazy For You, he's crazy talented, uh, JYP has kept him in dungeon for I don't know how long, apparently. Uh, um, don't call it a dungeon anymore, because, because we'll get to the ire of, of Kiara, who says she's not oh, in a dungeon. Oh, sorry, basement, is that better? <laughs> not the basement either, he was performing. He was performing. Okay, he was performing, he was an indie artist, and that's better. There you go, we'll take um, that. He was he was doing indie, doing his own shows and and things, but he's crazy talented, and he's just kind of starting to get noticed now. And JYP JYP is just starting to, to um, kind of promote him. Uh, so he's crazy talented, and so he's got new music out. This what we have? Really, it's really good. Yes, it's very very good. It's called Dirty. 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 Uh, what we have to look forward to, CM Blue is also coming out on the 15th. Uh, their title track is Cinderella. Uh, their album is called... <laughs> oh my god, they're gonna call it Cinderella? What are we gonna have, like a boring carriage song so we can have elevator music from them too? I don't know, people went people went nuts because uh, one of the teaser videos has Younghua naked or whatever. I still can't get over the fact that he looks like a freaking shark, but whatever. <laughs> The album is called Together with A2, and oh. like I said, they're coming out on the same day as Icon, so expect nobody to pay any attention to them. Uh, well, people will pay attention to them. They have stands, but... They have fans, but I mean, I think it says something that... Yeah, the ones they paid to leave FT Island fandom? They have fans. CM Blue and FT Island <laughs> better. I think CM Blue does better in Japan, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's because their their company FNC wants them to, but that's a whole other discussion. Well, and also I think it, I mean I think it is like Japan is more um, accepting of like the band. Well, yeah, except Korea was all about CM Blue for a minute, like everybody was well, like, on that. One train. minute, because they had like one. And song then they left to Japan, though. Over. They left to Japan. That's all that, that screwed them over. Right when they really made it, because they went. They I the, don't think so. They had their I think it was short-lived. I, I guess the, them charting they, disagrees with you. <laughs> I, I don't know what you want. I think even if they had stayed, it would have been short-lived. Like, they yeah. had that one song that was very, very radio-friendly, mainstream-friendly, but... Their debut song think... put them on, and then they stayed on until they ran off to Japan. Like, them's the facts. I don't know. They charted Listen, really well for their entire... They're probably still making more money in Japan being new goos than they are ever in Korea. I well, mean, that's yeah. Cool. Well, there's that too. There's that sweet um, yen that they're you know picking up. So, uh, exit yeah. is also coming back in. Uh, our why is always the exit or Thank EXID? God, I want to say it. <laughs> they're coming back in October. Uh, Kyuhyun is doing a solo comeback in the fall. His last solo effort uh was very popular, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, uh, not my, my, <laughs> not my personal taste, but it was very popular, so um, I can see why he would, you know, come back and do another one. 
Long hair, I'll... don't care. What's next? <laughs> oh my girl is having a fall come back. Um, Long hair, don't care. What's next? They better do that. Try and catch up with G friend. <laughs> Ailey, um, um Ailey is... Video of them falling. I don't think so. <laughs> Ailey, um... <laughs> <laughs> and the same. You guys are mean tonight, wow. Um, Everybody is on one tonight. I apologize. <laughs> not really, because it's you're hilarious. You're apologizing. You're usually the one that's... That's why I said not really, because it's hilarious, okay? I'm having a good old time. I'm sorry. For me, no, uh, I'm leaving you out in the cold. If you have, if you want to speak up, you can totally can. Um, Ailey was supposed to come back in October. She, but she recently had an injury. A radiator fell and on her uh, foot, oh, her toe, Fractured her toe, and it says she was. It was originally her comeback was originally postponed because it's going to obviously take some time to heal. But now there's. There's a news item that came out recently that said that she was going to promote anyway. Yeah. Um, well, quote, because she wanted to, quote, yeah. air quotes here. Yeah, yeah. I don't, um, for her sake, I mean, I, if she really wanted to, but... Uh, no one believes that. Let's no. be real here. Her company was desperate to have her come back, and they tried to make it work until it was like, no, her knee's freaking blown. She needs surgery. Does she really need surgery? I'm pretty sure she does. I'm pretty sure she like tore something, didn't she? No, I, I thought she just fractured her foot and I don't, her calf. I don't. I really don't know what. I mean, a radiator fell on her foot and yeah, on her toe. I mean, you know, there's no telling. I mean, who knows what she has to do to it? Um, oh, I hope but, she doesn't hurt that bad. I love I her. I mean, but I mean. <laughs> I mean, maybe she can. I mean, we don't really know. I, I don't. At least I don't know the exact nature of what her injury is like now. But, Listen, I mean... Listen, if a radiator went, like, hit your foot and fractured your toe, I'm pretty sure it hurts a lot. And you're no thing. <laughs> you can't do much. Like, what's she going to do? Sing in a wheelchair and do a ballad well, song or something? Remember, um, Jae Jung during Rising Sun promotions <laughs> bat in a throne? Come on now. John Hyun sat in the throne John too. John sat in the throne too, yeah. But that was the group. Hey, Shiny was the pioneer of the hey. I'm still gonna do my part. I'm sitting in a chair, but I'm. I'm did you really here. call Shiny the pioneer when DBSK did it first? Yep, we forgot about I, them. I don't remember DBSK doing it. So Are you all, like, like all of the Rising Sun promotions? Jae Jung was straight up laid out. He could not perform. <laughs> <laughs> He sat in the throne every promotion. Even when they went on tour, he was on the throne. Well, okay. Obviously, I knew that wasn't true anyway. Uh, true anyway. I knew that it was. I was pretty sure another group had had to do something like that before them. But yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of comeback she's having and how her injury is. So, all the best to Ailey. Uh, don't let your um, Crazy manager management like push you into something that's going to cause you even more pain. Please. Queen Ailey, please. <laughs> yes. If that were Ailey, just re just heal yourself first. Yeah, chill out. We'll wait. I promise. <laughs> chill out. We'll wait Don't for go you. Don't diet. Just stay. Yeah, just, just get healthy. Queen Ailey, be healthy. Okay. Come back so. To us in one piece. I'm so sad already. Don't pull Zellweger. <laughs> Don't do it. Oh no. 
Okay, so, um, I'm Pretty Rapstar. The first episode has aired, um, not with subs, so those of us who don't understand a lot of Korean or any Korean at all don't, uh, have all the deets, but we do know generally what has happened, um, in the pilot episode. Um, first of all, the MV... Uh, Cypher, whatever you want to call it, uh, came out, uh, what's it called, Don't Stop, uh, with all of the current contestants, and, um, what we do know is that Trudy won the first mission, and Huron was dead last. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so... Uh, let me look at my notes here. Apparently, Ashby and Casper had some sort of prior beef to the show, or they want us to think they did. Uh, they Again, do. They diss each other on, yeah, an actual, on an actual record, the both of them. They dissed each other. So okay. So They did have some kind of beef, but yeah. Well, apparently it was um, on the show they, you know, they uh, talked about, mentioned it. Uh, apparently, um, Yezi has been, even though people have been talking about Yezi lately, uh, word is, um, people have been talking about her as one of the front runners, you know, from what she's shown so far, um, on video, people, you know, she's been pretty good. Um, word is that she's been getting a negative edit. However, so we'll see about that. Um, Trudy, of course, uh, is kind of the dark horse coming out of this. Um, there was kind of rumors. People were unsure at first, but uh, now I think it's pretty much kind of confirmed she is uh, biracial. She's half black, half Korean. Um, she even says in the um, the uh, the Don't Stop rap, uh, something about uh, for my black people or black people in Korea or something like that. So, um, you know, uh, people have their different opinions because me and Tim have already had an argument over this about her because a lot, and and then a lot of people have noticed it and mentioned that she has a flow and uh, cadence and whatever not uh, similar to Tasha uh, Yumi Ray uh, and. I, I feel like, I, I hope that she is able to distinct herself because it would be sad that if people were only able to um, compare her to the only other bi popular, only other popular biracial um, uh, female rapper in Korea, right, that's, you know, well known right now. Um, if she's to, you know, if she's lucky enough to go far in this thing, I would hope they would be on, you know, her own merits and her own style. Um, and apparently, so, um, um, I'm looking at my notes here. Uh, Yubin uh, mentioned that uh, JYP didn't want her going on the show. Not surprising. Um, it seems like, in general, she's popular with the Korean public. Um, Hyorin has been getting the... a pretty bad edit. Um, <laughs> uh, it says, uh, 
uh, article, a Korean article that was, um, well, the comments were translated, said, I'm pretty too sure it's uh, Minbun, I'm probably saying this wrong, from the first mission. Basically, she says something akin to, I want to quit. Um, <laughs> uh, but apparently, she's getting a pretty shit edit. Um, uh, they, uh, you can basically look at any, if you haven't even seen the pilot, you can look at the previews, most recent previews where she comes into the room, they've got all the other rapper contestants and she comes in last and everyone's like, uh, like, like, Kieran, what the, what, the, what the F are you doing here? And then, um, she, like, spits out some, you know, uh, I guess, uh, you know, a pre, you know, rendered rhyme or whatever, and it just kind of, it it just, they, it, it, it's obvious that she's below everyone else in skill. Um, I, I don't really know what else to say. Um, also, well, and also, then, she's also, I mean, it could work to her favor, because she's also getting the Jimin edit, um, because, She's obviously a target for the other rappers um, coming in, uh, obviously, because she came in and everybody was like, Huron um, is a disappointment. Um, and uh, apparently Trudy has some words for uh, the YG rapper uh, trainee. Um, I don't know if anyone remembers what her name is. Sua? Uh, yeah. I don't know uh, what her really, first or her... Uh, I thought that was kind of amusing because uh, just because of what YG, their whole history of um, people feeling that they've appropriated black culture um, and kind of disrespected it. Uh, the whole Lee Michelle situation. So to have Trudy kind of go at her like that, like she specifically mentioned, she's like, oh, you're from YG, right? And they just sent you here. You've had no experience. Um, you know, that sort of thing. Um, like I said, this is just general translation, so we don't have exactly what she said. Um, and I'm waiting not so patiently for it, but um, there's also, so that's where we're at right now. Hyorin was a sacrificial lamb on the pilot episode. Judy, uh, won first episode. And, um, that's where we're at right now. And people, uh, Korean fans at least seem to like Yubin. But from what I understand, because I, I'm trying to remember, I didn't really watch the first season. I mean, you know, I kept up with it a little bit. But it's, they have judges they vote, right? It's not really down, like, they don't, it's not really, in the end, it's not going to be down to, like, audience vote, right? The, the very end, I believe, is audience, but the beginning of the show and getting there is not. It's all judges. I can't remember for sure, but I'm pretty sure that's the way it works. Okay. I think it was when they do that the actual battles or whatever. Fan, there's fan voting as well. I feel like no. 
I think, yeah, I think so, but I think the actual, like, battle battles come, like, right at the end of the show, because that's where all the subtitles came in, too. That's where everybody started subbing it, was at the end. Um, I'm not positive. But I think for the first episode, the voting happened between them, the girls, because I was reading about how everyone voted as the girls yeah. voted as Hyorin as the worst. The only one who didn't was Yubin, but everyone else voted as Hyorin as the weakest. Yeah, I think... Girls. I think the first step, the first couple episodes, actually, I think the judging is by the girls. I think you're right. So that would make sense. That'd be in line with with what happened last season. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it definitely seems like. I mean, I don't know. I'm thinking about like whose idea it was to go on the show. If it was really Huron's or someone else's, because they're just showing like I'm looking at like screen caps, and it's just of her looking sad and uncomfortable and just awkward and I'm just like, girl, like, and it's a different feeling from looking at Jimin because you feel like Jimin was really like an underdog, like she was really there to scrap with whatever you thought of her skill, but with Tiorin it's just kind of like, she's like, hey, I just want to try this out, you know, I'm a rapper now and You've got all these people in there like, no, you're not. Yeah, I was going to say, I think what it actually might be is that maybe she really did want to be on the show, but she didn't realize how bad she would be on the show or, like, how the reaction to her would be. Maybe the editing would be decided to her. Like, I don't know, but maybe she just wasn't ready for, like, I mean, the, the whole I show, especially really. especially when you've got people on the show like Trudy who came out of nowhere, and there's no telling what kind of... You know, when she's, I'm not saying that the other girls have not had to go through stuff either, but can, we just, what we know about Trudy, that she's biracial, she's half black, she's, she's Korean, um, you know, don't know, you know, what struggle she's had to go through to get to where she is in the business, and to see someone like Hyorin step on stage, oh no, you know, and I, um, so I, like I said, I don't know whose idea, if it was Huron's or management's idea, but it may, like I said, with Jimin, it may end up working in her favor because people may feel sorry enough for her that she may come back in the episode and people will be like, oh, well, she's not as bad as I thought. So, I don't know. Does anyone else have any thoughts? Um, has anyone seen that the episode without subs or read a summary? I mean, I've just read things here and there, like the articles as they're coming out. And, um, I mean, pretty much, I can, even, no matter what you think about Hyorin being there, the main, you know, you can tell why Mnet wants her to be there. And that's because out of all of the articles that came out, 98% of them were about Hyorin. You know, and that's what it is for Mnet. Mm. It's for her, she is that attraction of whether you like her, whether you don't like her on the show, um, it's you're still about, gonna talk about her. What's being talked about mostly is her. She's the Donald Trump of the uh, I'm Pretty Rap Star right now. So again, it's whether it's negative or positive. I'd um, right be now, a little kinder I, I to her than that, Shannon. <laughs> well, not so much in like his, but I mean, if you look at the like the election coverage, like you get nothing but Donald Trump. No, I well, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you mean. Um, it like, just sounds bad. I don't mean that she's yeah. like an awful misogynist that has like a bad comb over. I just mean like 
She's getting yeah, all the I got, attention. I got what you mean. I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down, and you're right. Like it's true in that she is the one getting the media coverage and everything. Um, so in that way, yeah, yeah, it just that's sounds bad saying, when you. When you no, that's what I'm it. saying. That like no matter it's negative or positive, um, you know, her name is the one that's going out, that's mostly being out, and and you know. I mean, I don't know. I'm still waiting to see the first episode with subs because I haven't watched anything yet because I'm waiting for subs. Um, and group then... watch. <laughs> group podcast watch with subs. Make it happen, Tim. You have the technology uh, to make Give me happen. subs. Hopefully <laughs> there will be a subbing team. I'm not talking about the subs. Obviously oh. we're not going to be subbing this. No, not Unless... us. That there's, I hope there's gonna be a subbing team because there was. Oh yeah, the, there was the a subbing season. team for the first one. I don't know. Yeah, yeah but they already honest. called it quits. Like the main one got like oh. really upset because of the fandom like messed with her, and she's like, I'm not subbing anymore. And so like, somebody else took over for like four episodes at the end of the Good. season. But I don't think that they're gonna be doing it full time. Yeah. So. Yeah, because the thing is, I remember, oh. last, I remember for the first season, a lot of people were like on the case of like, oh, mistranslationing happening. Or things like uh, that, and it, it really got to the translators, and it, they just got fed up. And this is why we can't have nice things. Well, my fingers are crossed. Somebody is going to sub it. I, I, somebody somewhere will. We don't know who that will be or how long it will take. But when that happens, group viewing, because I want to know exactly what was said. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing where this is going. Obviously. I'm sure the the PDs and whatever are just thrilled with um, all of this uh, all of this potential messiness that's way, coming up. I saw the article today about what's her name from Four Minute is also joining. I can't. Gion is yeah, supposed to I be didn't... replacing somebody at some point. Um, yeah, so I did. Somebody's some... gonna get eliminated, which they did last time. It's just who's gonna get eliminated, how are they gonna get eliminated, and that's the person who's probably gonna take the spot. Which I don't know how to feel because I like Jim, but I've never seen her like rap outside of like four minutes, so I'm not. I don't know how to feel about that. I don't know. I like her though. I mean, if she was on the show, I mean it. I really wouldn't affect much because, for me, as long as she isn't. Someone else, but I don't remember the other person's name. Hmm. So. I don't know. I don't think either. I think whatever I saw, I, I don't remember seeing who it was that she was replacing or that someone put down who it was. Just that she was going to be on there at some point. So, I guess that's something that maybe they're they're keeping, uh, you know, under their sleeves. You know, for a future episode. Um, so we don't we so we don't know until you know it airs. But um, I will be paying attention this time. Like I said, uh, you've been biased, so I'm interested to see how she does. But I'm also, I mean, they've got me with the Huron thing because I'm I'm you know after this whole thing, I, I'm like, where where are they going with this? So um, they've got me there. Okay. Now, um, we mentioned earlier, Red Velvet came out with a new album uh, called The Red. Taylor Swift is going to be mad. And a new song. <laughs> she is going to go after <laughs> the album. Like, you, I'm going to sue you and you. Mm -hmm. And oh a new song God. called Dum Dum. Uh, 
don't remember, last episode, we uh, talked about uh, the teasers that were coming out. Uh, SM released like a billion teasers. Um, and one of the teasers, like, they played like two seconds of the song. I heard it, I was like, they're going to go crazy over this. Um, and it's, it's exactly the kind of, the one thing you can say about SM is that they know exactly the formula for a popular K-pop song. And I think Tim said it, like, anybody else had that song, they would, in the trash can, they would be like, that's shit, no one wants to hear that. But SM comes out with it, comes out with their promotional team, their PR team, everything, and people think it is the best thing in the world. Well, and, time out. This okay. is, uh, part <laughs> of me saying that is completely in the park of the fact that like whatever garbage you put out on SM is gonna sell. So it's not just me saying like a group could put it in would put it in the trash can. It's like if you get, if you literally made a group promote this song, no one would like it. It wouldn't chart. But because it's SM, it's gonna chart. It not only is it gonna chart, it's gonna win. Right. They and eat I'm up saying they do. that the fact that they're SM, I mean part of the reason that that them being with SM is the reason that it charges because SM has the resources to to make sure that this sort of thing, that this song, whatever it is, is going to get as much exposure as possible, and they've and in doing so, they've cultivated this reputation of being a certain kind of company that releases certain kind of artists and certain kind of music, and you know that's not that's not a reputation that say Pletus Pletus has. Um, Oh, that's, not really, that's not a real fair com uh, comparison because SM has been doing this for years, and they're pretty much the the start of that whole like addicting idol songs. Because you know they did it with, you know they they pretty much perfected the formula once they debuted HOT and like SES. You know. Well, I think even beyond that, it's it's not even it's not even about per perfecting the the idol sound. It's like perfecting the gimmick as a whole like they release their groups to fit into like a perfect type of gimmick even when they push the boundaries with their groups it's still a very like you see a group and you go oh that's an SM group like they have a particular type of image a particular type of person that they promote like they're very very cut and dry this is how we execute an idol group A. This is how we execute idol group B. And that's it. It's A or B and that's it. And A happens to be boys and B is girls. But it's all the same. Like at the end of the day, you can... It's strange because if you watch the way people talk about SM groups, you always talk about... At some point, somebody mentions the plug-and-play ability of one song to another group. So it almost never fails with the exception of like a couple shiny songs that you hear a group and you go, oh, well, this song could be that. Like, this song, for example, the first thing people started talking about is it sounds like a terrible B-side version of an FX song. Why is it that you can just plug and play that into another group? It's because they have a particular sound as a whole unit of a label and nothing goes outside of that label. Like, all of it is the same sound. So it, it's like once you buy into one SM group and you're in it, and I'm not talking about like people who just like shiny and that's all they stand, or people who just like 
one group and that's all they stand. But it's, it seems like once you get into one SM group, it just you bleed into all the other ones and that's it. And you could say the same for a couple other labels. YG is very similar to that. Um, but like JYP, all of their groups are pretty dynamic. And most of the time, people get into one group and then get into all of JYP because of the personalities, not necessarily the sound of the music. Like, I like GOT7 because of the personalities of that group. I like Miss A because of their music. So, it's a little that's bit different. That's an interesting point because I'm sure, thinking of at least the big the companies and how they like to present themselves as a family or as a unit or what the hell ever, um, that's kind of their ultimate goal, right, is to pull you in with one group and then, you know, by, you know, seeing one group, you're introduced to another group and then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm listening to all the groups under this label and I love this label and... You know, they're holding concerts, and I'm going to see all these concerts by this label. So, you know, they're... Right. And yeah. I don't think it's necessarily, like, a bad thing. It's just incredible that, like, SM in particular releases music that, in my personal opinion, is pretty garbage, like, left to right. And yet, it still sells because it's an SM group. And it's like... Because they... And they release music that nobody else could do. Like, I've heard a bunch of songs that I like that I think other groups could do better. But, like, this song is going to chart well. I don't know any other group that could do this aside from maybe FX in a better way. Same with Ice Cream Cake. Like, the fact that that song didn't get banned, that's, that's SM power. Like, that song deserves to be freaking banned. And here it is on the freaking radio. <laughs> like, I don't... I don't know. It's, well, it's like incredible. I said, it's it's well, like you said, it's their power, their influence, their longevity, and they know what sells. They know how the system works, and they know how to work the system. Yeah, and I mean, I don't have anything against people who like like that stuff. Like, even if I don't like it, it's fine. Whatever. I'm not gonna. I don't think you're a terrible person for liking it. I just think it's interesting that like. Yeah. They're just going to eat this up, you know what I mean? So is there anyone here, just before we get on to um, the actual like news news with them, is there anyone here that actually liked Dum Dum or liked anything about the MV or their concept? I like the beat or... of the song, but it's because the beat of the song really reminds me of an FX song, but I don't like anything else. Okay. Maybe it's just because I'm so desperate for FX. <laughs> okay, Shannon. Anything? Okay. Well, as far as Red Velvet is concerned, um, they've kind of caught themselves in another uh, issue with um, SM, which is pretty much SM's fault, um, though I'm sure they don't care. Um, pretty much SM has decided that Red Velvet is going to well, the, um, reports are that Red Velvet is in the process of creating an official fandom. And, of course, people, their fans of other fandoms and, and SM, such as FX, are outraged um, and feel like that SM is giving people like Red Velvet special treatment. And um, so... You know, we have comments like this that were uh, translated from Korean uh, saying Red Velvet will be, 
be receiving their official fan club when the name is confirmed after promoting their first album, The Red. No, but how is Red Velvet receiving an official fan club? First, when a group in their sixth year of debut still hasn't. I'm not a fan of FX, but I assume the FX members and FX fans are disappointed and angry. And uh, on and on and on. Now, there actually is a counter-argument to this, which I never heard of before, but there apparently is, where um, I think it was mostly international fans that were saying that there is, that SM had a reason for not giving FX a, a fandom or color or whatever, and that was because they wanted to keep the girls just because you know how you know Victoria and um, Amber Chinese, and they wanted to keep the girls distinctive and you know cross promote them into China. Awesome. And there's like a whole. There's a whole like YouTube video devoted to this. Like this is whole like um it's BS. BS is what it is. I almost it's believe it. Yeah. SM doesn't give two shits worth of care about S uh, this whole thesis been, is to why this happened. This person but, like God bless their soul for reaching that far. I felt like reaching that far, but I'm just too goddamn lazy. But that's like no. No. I can't reach that far because I live in reality where my arms don't last that long. <laughs> like, I'm not a basketball player. If my arms went that far, I would be. Like, this is out of control. You're out of no. control. That has no... It's literally SM has wanted FX to fail so they could scrap them and do something else like Red Velvet, but, but they haven't had that opportunity. You, this is the thing. If everyone's like, FX was screwed from the beginning, or at some point FX became screwed, like, Why? Like, we're looking at this like, why? When was the point where they were just like, screw it, you know, we're just going to do whatever, you know, let's just do the bare minimum with this group. Like, I mean, It would why? be right after new ABO. Like, there was no shits given after that. I was about to say, what do you mean? Like, you can totally see when they just gave up and were like, whatever, and gave them an hour between all their promotions. Like, they, like this is the thing, right? They have this group that's actually successful. Like... As much as people call it the redheaded stepchild and all of this stuff, like that group sold. It's not like they didn't sell anything and nobody cared about them and nobody watched them and nobody paid attention to them. They did sell. But for whatever reason, they didn't get the attention that they deserved, be it um, SM's focus on their boy groups, be it SM's focus elsewhere in general. SM's pretty good about managing multiple groups at once, but for whatever reason, they dropped the ball with FX, and that's why people got so mad, because it wasn't a lack of success that caused it, which is what you typically get. It's They were truly successful, and nobody cared about it, for whatever reason. Nobody on SM cared about it. And, and I don't know. It's hard to explain, like, why did that happen? I have no idea. But you can look, and it's clear that they were successful. They chart well. They sell well. They you know, that's the thing. Well, like, listen, it's an the only thing that FX is used for anymore is to get their new groups out. If they have a new solo artist, if they have a new anything, SM touts them out first because they know people will pay attention to FX, and then they have one week of solo promotions, and then they focus on the other group. They did it with Henry. They did it when... Um, Xiaomi came out. Like, anytime that they have a new soloist or a new group they want to test the waters with, they pull out FX because they know people will pay attention, and then they throw them the little bone that they want to give them, and that's it. I I just, I can't, I have no more, like, anger anymore. Like, 
SMS just beat it out of me. Like, I'm just, I'm like, oh, surprise, FX is being demoted again. Surprise. Yeah, and I saw, like, a lot of people were talking about the special treatment thing and that they're pitting these two groups up against each other when they shouldn't and all this stuff, and I get that. But at the same time, like, it's hard to say that Red Velvet isn't getting special treatment. A perfect example is their golden child of EXO waited from 2011 to 2014 to get a group uh, fan club name. They just got it in 2014. XOLs have only existed officially since 2014. Red Velvet literally just came out last year, and they get a fan club name already. The, how, how is that not a fast track? Like, how can you say that's not special treatment when two of the last two groups had to either wait or never got one? <laughs> like, FX does not have one. EXO waited from 2011 to 2014, and Red Velvet is getting one this year. You can't tell me that's not special treatment. Like, how is that not special treatment? What they're trying to do is make us forget that FX is a thing, and they think that throwing Red Velvet at us and giving them all the things that FX didn't get is how we're going to forget about FX being a thing. That's what it feels like. That's what it comes off as. Well, don't and I'm forget, not blaming when the they girls, originally came out, they're supposed to be that space between SNSD and FX. And right. I think they didn't realize they're like, well... I'm just going to make them FX. Like, that's how it feels like. Like, they've just kind of completely given up on FX, and I don't know why, but they've just completely given up, and they're like, no, no, Red Velvet's the same. It's just, it's totally the same. It's like giving me a store brand Oreo when I want an Oreo. Like, it's not the goddamn same. I can, I, you know what? I like that. That's a good, that's a good example. That is how I feel, in a nutshell, is that. I'm not even an FX fan. So for me, it only it, it only hurts because I, I have so many FX fans' friends. They're just like, they're not even sad anymore. They're just like, yeah, of course that's what happened, you know? And it's just like, it's sad to watch because I'm like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Of course We don't have any happened. more anger. We're just like, oh, they got pushed back? Well, that's not a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of things online, sadly, from a lot of people where they're just, like, like people are automatically resigned to the fact they're like, well, this is probably going to be their last album. This is a goodbye album. Like, I don't think any of us have any illusion that it's not a goodbye album. What were you going to say, Kira? Uh, I was just going to say that I, the idea of them... Because we've always been joking it since their debut about them being the replacement for Epics, but it really cemented to me when they added the fifth member, uh, Yeri, because I feel like they're trying to put her on the same path as Sully, because you know they they already put her like trying to put her as a face, and then they also like you know immediately gave her an MC job, you know, for Music Core, which is kind of like the same route with Sully, because you know Sully was an MC at one right, point. Right, because everyone. I think everyone keeps kind of asking, though, with Yeri, is kind of like people don't really see why she was, like, she seems kind of, like, like, she's sweet and adorable, but what is, like, with Sully, she kind of, I, I, I guess the way, I, I guess to explain it, like, Sully seemed, like, obvious, like, okay, she's obvious visual, obvious face of the group. But with Yeri, like, she doesn't have any of that charm or whatever that like a face or a visual would have even though even she, if that's what they're meaning to do with her but she is special because she has a square forehead so <laughs> <laughs> oh lord have mercy but yeah but, um, but yeah like because I just thought it was very interesting like how when they added new MCs for Music Core like she was chosen I'm like 
but it's because you know she just debuted like so she already had an MC so I feel like they're trying to push her to kind of be the sully of their group where she'll be the face and like the variety shows and music and like emceeing and then probably start doing a bunch of CFs or whatever to replace that spot that Sully has left now in SM because now after everything like I don't think most well you know Sully now she's like posting like cat pictures on Instagram and and join whatever you know her time with uh Toza so I mean she's like she's just like a crap about FMs she's just like posting over cats and she was 10 years old or whatever go live your life girl just go ahead whatever Go live, dude. I'm sorry. Like, she looks healthier than she did before. She looks happy. Get out of here. Like, I get it. Be <laughs> mad. Be press fans. It's not like she brought anything to FX other than looks anyways. I don't know why everybody's upset. I mean, I'm not upset. I was just saying, you know, like, meanwhile, it's it's kind of funny because when the Red Velvet thing with FX came out, then you also had, oh, Instagram update from Sully. She has put several pictures of her with her cats, and she's you know, just happy and, you know, just chilling and hanging around and being she's, silly. And she's doing everything just, that all SM, former SM people do. Well, all They're idols happy. want... Let's be, let's be frank, all idols pretty much want to do it after being in the game for a while. Like, you can, you can tell, like, at that point where their eyes start getting blank and dead and it's just like, you know, I want out of this, you know. Because you're starting to see with SN, you're seeing that with SNSD, and like, you know, it's 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 one from one person like another to the next. It's like spreading, like a disease, and eventually they're gonna be like, listen, <laughs> someone's gonna either someone else is gonna leave or someone's not going to resign on the contract, and they're gonna have to regroup or do whatever. So. Yeah, so Red Velvet. Um, is there any other thoughts on them uh, in general, or just I, I, I can't really just you know looking trying to be objective about them as a group. I just I can't even I can't really get into them. I tried. I gave it my all. <laughs> I mean, they were okay, but it's just like I I don't see them as. It's like staring at a cardboard cutout of your favorite idol. It's almost the same, but it's not quite it. Them <laughs> um, fighting words, yeah. I mean, maybe if they do like more along the road of like their be natural sound, even though that was a cover. Like if they go down that route, maybe I could like them because I didn't mind be natural until the terrible rap break and that's not their fault that's not them I should say um, but beyond that like they're just they don't really stand out as particularly special I really don't like that they come in with concepts that are like ah we're all the same and look at us we have the exact yeah, SM, same look also SM has, has a weird um, uh, addiction to those kind of like pleated skirt schoolgirl type outfits with them because yeah. I think they've been performing dumb dumb in those too. Which I'm, I'm like, over already. Like I'm I'm over this stuff. I'm it's, like, why? I was like, I at least thought they might put them in the orange caramel esque outfits or like the 
the one color tight outfits, but I'm just like... Yeah, I think people, like, my biggest problem with them and the thing that's going to make me dislike them the most is people are going to start getting really sensitive towards them being compared to, like, um, FX. And, like, it sucks that your favorites or whatever are compared to a group, another group, but it's not our fault that SM trotted them out to, you know, make up for the lack of FX and basically filled the void of FX with them. Well, yeah, at the end of the day, it's not, you know... Any of the individuals, you know, had nothing to do with what transpired. They don't make those decisions. Right. So, I mean, you know, they're just trying to, you know, make it in in that profession. But SM, their higher-ups, whoever, are the ones that make those decisions and decide to make, to, to do the things that they do, whether they make sense or not. Right. As as far as I'm concerned, SM buried this group already for me by doing what they did. Like, I'm not even a huge FX fan, but you can't give me a really, really good FX song. Put me in the direction of, like, really good FX image, and then be like, actually, I'm going to blow this whole ass group up, and then expect me to be happy about it. That's just not... I'm not into that. I'm not... I don't work that way. I'm sorry. Okay. Any last words from you, Shannon? I'm apparently just to say this because I can't stop loving FX. <laughs> well, I'm sure you're not the only one. I mean, the only reason this I mean, this is an an issue is because there are fans of FX that feel like they're getting gypped. Um, listen, listen, as long as the goodbye album is is decent, like I'm just going to like Take count my horses and I'm gone. Like I can't, I can't even ask for any more anymore because asking just gets my my hopes and wishes destroyed. Because I I wanted red light, like that was everything I ever wanted. We also I thought they were gonna out. like I thought they were gonna after red light came out I thought they were gonna dominate and then it just kind of I thought they cemented themselves. Like for me, yeah. I was like, this is it, man. I'm back in girl groups. I found one a stand that's not Sistar, and then it's just nah. I'm not that's not nine muses either, and I'm just like, well, see you, girls. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> Good luck with your life. I don't know. But um, yeah. So I guess. You know, and within the next few weeks or so, we'll see. You know where they're going with these two groups, where they're going with this. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, we we say these things, Shannon, but we we really do, we really do care about your your idol biases, and we really do, you know, we do care about, you know. How you how you feel about them and, and and what happens and so hopefully if FX goes out they 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 go out fighting you know they, so. I'm I'm so afraid that we're gonna get a cutesy song I'm like terrified I don't think I don't even I don't think they would even do that at this point they haven't had a cutesy song in like forever right she was like the last cutesy song they had that I can remember. Right? Hot Summer is pretty cutesy if you compare it to all their other stuff. But listen, yeah, listen, they've been gone for almost like a year now, and they've already missed their normal window of opportunity. So, um, I just, 
And they're going to have to try and regain all of Sully's fans because everyone who liked Sully stayed with the group. So they're going to have to try and regain them, and she was the cutesy one. So. Well, then, well, when she was performing for Red Light, she got kind of sexy, you know, for those performances when she was performing. Yeah, but you I don't know like How dare you if it wasn't like the what? Performer, if it wasn't you missed Ash, you missed it. Sorry, they changed up her image a bit, like they made her a little sexier. Yeah, they tried to do that before though, and all of her like uncle fans flipped out. They like thought her skirt her skirt was too short and it was like halfway up her leg and they like flipped out. So I don't know. I don't have any hopes or dreams anymore about FX. I'm kind of like that businessman in like the 1950s in those desk scenes where they just kind of sit and they like fill out their paperwork and go home because they just don't know what else to do anymore. <laughs> well, FX fighting, um, they still have, I mean, they're, regardless of what SM does to them, they still have mainstream appeal. Um, every time they've come out with a new song, the past few singles that they've come out with have done well, fairly well commercially, so we'll just have to see. Um, another girl group um, made uh, interesting headlines over the past week or so. Um, basically went viral. And, um, you know, whenever K-pop ends up in different uh, avenues um, of the media. It's kind of interesting to see how people react to it. Um, we'll start off with um, G-Friend. Magusta's 2, Magusta's 2. Insta's chart shows that G-Friend is the best-selling rookie of 2015. Um, I did not know that. A lot um, of people didn't Apparently know. they are. <laughs> um, and then we have this video of a performance <laughs> where uh, they're performing in Seoul, and for some reason, you know, the the stage is all freaking wet, and nobody bothered to like be like, oh, these people are gonna be dancing and doing all this stuff. They should probably wipe the stage off. And no, nobody decided to do any of that. So they they get up there and um, uh, Yuju, the one with the white knee, uh, I don't want to say brace, it's not brace, but it's like knee pad. It's something, yeah, yeah. It's something to. to, well, to now we know why she did it from the beginning. We were so confused, but now. <laughs> well, oh. I, uh, obviously, she's still gonna need it. Um, Kiara, what happened to you? You're a wild animal today. It's amazing. <laughs> I don't know. You were on point tonight with your Shannon, show. Shannon did some voodoo to me after watching her video about learning about her. I don't know. Now I have her power. The Okapis. They are called Okapis. Jesus. They're also like animals. The Everyone should love them. Today that you have just lasered out there like it's no big deal. Like, I'm just going to say it. Whatever. Uh. Anyway, Yuzu, the one with the white knee thing, she fell over about like eight times during the song. 
And then also another member, uh, Sinbi, also um, face-planted, pretty much. Um, so the video of the performance is posted to YouTube. It was viewed more than one million times since it was uploaded. And it basically got spread around the internet. Um, they got, um, of course, they got comments from other idols. Take Young left a message saying, don't get hurt fighting. Um, I think someone from SNSD maybe left a message for them. Or, you know, some people were like, you know, you know, you know, don't, you know, fighting, base, you know, basic, basic thing. But basically, praise for, for keep going on, on the stage. Um, and basically what happened is they ended up on Daily Mail, uh, Time, um, the websites, I'm assuming, not the actual, like, like, print articles. Um, Good Morning America actually talked to the fan who filmed the whole thing and asked them if they could use the video. Um, the Mirror, the Mirror, which is a, um, um, I think it's a British publication, The Mirror, uh, German Yahoo uh, page and uh, Nine News Australia. They basically spread over the internet. Also, I, I I read this because I've been reading Delisted for a long time. Michael K is ancient. He's hilarious. Um, and I never thought I would see him writing about K-pop. I, I posted this on our Twitter, and some people may not have clicked on it because. You know, they were like, who is this? But, like I said, I've been reading Delisted for several years now. So it's a Hollywood gossip site. And it's it's um, run by this uh, gay man, Michael K. And he's hilarious. Um, so he did an open post. And basically, it was... Uh, title was hosted by the K-pop hero who keeps on falling over and over again. And uh, basically this is what he wrote. Um, he didn't write a whole lot about it. But this is what he wrote. And I love him so much. Um, this video, and this is, um, he posted, he embedded the video on, on his page. This video sums up every one of us on a Monday. Or Tuesday in Monday's clothing, like today. According to the Daily Mail, the brand new K-pop girl group G-Front was performing at a televised concert when the stage and annoying moths of doom just wouldn't let them be great. Just a few seconds into the performance, Yuju, the girl in the knee brace, eats stage and she and at least one other member continue to go boom. Apparently it rained before their performance and nobody mopped up that slippery death trap of the stage before they went on. This performance is like a double dare challenge. After they survived that wet stage and those terrorizing moths, I expected Mark Summers to jump out and tell them that they want a brand new Dodge Caravan and an all-expenses-paid trip to Orlando. Yuju is a true champion because after the second fall, I would have saying, I quit this bitch into my mic and slid off, slid off stage left. 
I know that the stage was wet, but I bet something else was going on. Which member of G Friend is the Beyonce of the group? Because she probably greased the bottom of Eugene's shoes. Michelle Williams knows what I'm talking about. So I just wanted to read that because those of you who may read Delisted, Michael K, I love him, and I like Woody Road. And as someone who, as far as I know, does not follow K-pop, it was interesting to see what he wrote. So, I would say in the end, this probably, this has been positive. I mean, the actual experience was negative. But the um, resulting press from this has been positive for G-Friend because they've gotten uh, uh, more um, exposure obviously, and um, positive exposure at that. Um, I don't think anybody has looked at in the video and, you know, made, had made fun of them or, or you know, they were not the joke of the video. Was, I mean, it was like the stage was wet. I mean, that I, they, there was nothing really that they could do. And it was it was more like... A wow, lot of people they're, they're, have laughed. Wow, well, you know, look at them. They're going to keep going. You know, I'm going to disagree with you. The reason it went viral is because people laughed at it. Like, really? I, yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying. And I'm, you, sure, and, I'm sure people did laugh at it, but I think... No, I get general, what you're saying, and I think you're right in that, in general, like, K-pop fans watched it and were like, yo, this is pretty impressive. Like, especially me, you know, when I watched it, this is probably one of the few G-Friend things I've even seen, and I was just like, this is pretty impressive, because if it was me, I'd be like, yo, F all y'all, I'm out. Like, I'm just mm -hmm. walking off the stage, and I don't give a F anymore. <laughs> but... The reason it went viral in the States is because people laughed at a bunch of Korean girls falling. That's it. Like, that's the reason that the video is viral. And to pretend that it's not that is ridiculous because that's... Well, the... I would say that except that in the articles that have went, that I have seen at least in, like, the U.S. and other countries, they've focused more on the fact that, you know, like I said, it was a situation where the girls were slipping and they kept going and it was because of the stage and the fact that and that was something that they didn't have control over. I mean, uh, the articles I'm not least, disagreeing with that. I'm saying the articles that, at least have that been might positive. be true, but they're but it's people laughing. Like it's yeah. people making a joke out of it is the thing. Like I'm not saying that people are blaming the girls, but it's people going, oh, look at this unfortunate circumstance, haha. -ha. Not like, oh, look at this unfortunate circumstance, how unfortunate, but gr they're great professionals. This, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a clear difference. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the times when these type of videos become viral, it's because people are, are laughing at the fact that people are falling. You know, at the end, that's something a lot of people laugh about. Um, but I mean, I mean, I feel bad for the girls I fall because I'm sure that must have hurt it a lot. But it's good that they kept on going. I mean, it totally reminded me of when Bora, you know, they were dancing to Shady Girl and she did oh, no. really bad in her. Oh, I I always remember that for some reason because that fall, like that was that was a bad face plant. She broke her, I mean, thumb. She broke her thumb. She yeah. <laughs> I remember that. And she tried I to remember, get back up and keep going. Wanted... She's out of control. Yeah, I remember really that I, I started liking them that period because I liked, I don't know, for some reason I liked that song and concept, I don't know. I, I don't know why, looking back on it, why I liked it, but yeah. Um, it was a yeah. good song for that period of time in K-pop, so. Yeah. 
But I mean, it's not. It's weird because it's not something that they would ever do now. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I remember that. I remember that very vividly. And she kept. And then after that, when she ever she would perform, she had this big old cast on her thumb, but she was still out there performing. So. Um, I think that I think that video sure. also got like kind of site um, attention internationally. I think like on Gag Night or. Uh, world hip hop or something like that. I don't remember. World star, uh, world star hip hop. Yeah, it was yeah. on there. Yeah. Was oh really? Bad. Yeah, it was on there, and it's been in like vines before, where they like play it to music of her like falling repeatedly. It's pretty bad. <laughs> so if you see that with this video as well of G friend, don't be surprised. Yeah. Well, you know, like like I said, I'm not surprised. I mean, the thing with videos like that, I mean. People are are gonna laugh and whatever, but yeah. I think overall, as far as uh, promotion is concerned, that they're gonna benefit from it. Just in general, you know. Yeah. I mean, they're not. It's and they're not a group that's you know necessarily trying to uh, you know be international. So at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter if. TMZ's laughing at them or whether or not, I guess. And I agree. Like, I think it's fine, too. They were selling before um, before the video blew up and everything. Like, they sold with their first single. Um, I didn't even realize it, but, I mean, they were, like, a sleeper on the chart. They didn't chart super well, but they sold, like, crazy digital copies. So, I mean, they're out there. They're out there winning. So, I mean, congrats to you. Like, all the people who like them and everything, like, congrats to all y'all. So... I mean, I can't say anything bad about them. I I still don't agree with them holding up their entire label by themselves, but whatever. Like, that's that's a whole different thing and a whole different topic. Okay. Um. Anything else to say about that? No. Okay. Let's move on to something else that um I was alerted to that I think is kind of interesting. Um. And I. I did not know that this had already been calculated, but apparently they've already started calculating the most viewed music videos this year. Um, and it's pretty much what you would think and not what you would think. I don't know. Some of these make me go, what? And, and other ones, it's just... I'll just read them off and, and let you guys tell me what you think because I... <laughs> okay. So, um, there's uh, 35 uh, videos listed altogether. Uh, number 35 is Roll Deep by Hiena. 34 is Married to the Music by Shiny. 33 is Bad by Infinite. 32 is Um Oh Ah Yeah by Mama Moo. 31 is You Think by SNSD. 30 is I Feel You, Wonder Girls. 29 is Devil, Super Junior. 28 is Paradise Lost by Guyan. 27 is My House by 2PM. 26 is Remember by A-Pink. 25 is Lionheart by SNSD. 24 is Ring My Bell by Girls Day. 23 is Zutter by GD and Top. 22 is Shake That Bass by Amber. 21 is I Need You by BTS. Going into the top 20, 
We have Heart Attack by AOA. Stupid. 19, Shake It by Sistar. 18, Dope by BTS. 17, View by Shiny. 16, Just Right by Got7. 15, Let's Not Fall in Love by Big Bang. 14, Who's Your Mama, Park Jin Young. 13, Ice Cream Cake by Red Velvet. 12, Ah uh, Yeah by XID. Yeah. XID, we did it. We made it. <laughs> 11, We Like to Party, Big Bang. Going into the top 10, we have a number 10, Sober by Big Bang. Love Me Right at number 9 by XO. At number 8, Catch Me If You Can by SNSD. 7, Only You by Miss A. 6, Is Crazy by 4 Minute. 5, Is Party by SNSD. 4, Is Bay Bay by Big Bang. 3, Is Call Me Baby by XO. 2, Is Bang 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 by Big Bang. And number one is Loser by Big Bang. So those are, as has been recently calculated, the most viewed music videos this year. So far, yeah. <laughs> um, what's, what's fishy about it? I don't know, because you said that uh, you felt... Oh, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't say anything was... Uh, weird about it. I was just like, you know, surprising. I you think may or may not agree. May or may not agree with it. Um, I just want to say on YouTube page views of Korean music videos in 2015. Um, some people um, don't like the fact that Big Bang is on the list so much, but I mean, they had a lot of MVs. They so. had like 12 music videos. What do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> I don't you. But I, like my favorite thing in this whole thing is the fact that, like, Miss A is on here at number yeah, seven. Yeah, that's what I was like, about to say, that they charted so high. I'm so um, happy. Every time I see it, like... I feel like people speak. kind of... I mean, they did so well, but then people kind of, like, forgot about it. I don't know. It's weird. No, I, I keep mean, saying... It's actually still, like, on the top 100 on the Melon charts, I believe. So, you know, it's still... a Pop, good popular song. It's just that unfortunately they came out the same time as EXO, so they were overshadowed in that aspect. Yeah, like like I always say, like I feel like people internationally, more so even than in Korea, really sleep on Miss A's success. Like, yeah, they could be doing a lot more. That's true. And when people talk about it and they're like, but they could be doing so much more. You're you're right. You're not wrong. But they are winning for what they're doing. They're winning like crazy. They are very, very successful in the times that they promote. Like, the only reason they lost when they promoted is because they promoted against EXO. That's not bad. <laughs> that's pretty good. Also, also, another group that's interesting, I feel like it's left on a lot, but they tend to be at least very consistent, is 4-Minute. Um, oh, yeah, 4-Minute. They're is very, like... Bad. At least, I mean, even if they don't have a very strong fan base, they're very popular with the public, it seems. 
Well, part of the issue and part of the reason people sleep on uh, Four Minute is because typically Hyuna by herself does just as good as Four Minute as a whole. And that's what makes people kind of go, oh, it's just because Hyuna's in it. And it's like, no, it's because Hyuna caters to a certain particular image in Four Minute experiments. Like, that's, that's pretty much what's going on. Like, that's where all those girls go to experiment and then Hyuna sticks to her image that's, that sells and is successful when she solo promotes. And that's why she gets the kind of uh, repertoire that she does and has the kind of accolades that she does as a solo artist. It's just because she's, she found her image instantly, early on found her image, and was like, okay, well, this is my lane, and I'm going to stay in it, and I'm cool with it. And she clearly is comfortable doing it, as she said multiple times, in, or she said in interviews already, like, this is she is unapologetically going to have this sexy image. Deal with it. So her her solo image is very set, Whereas four minute like crazy is drastically different from like even volume up, which is which wasn't that long ago, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like they just change a lot. That's all. That's all. It really the thing is. is like I feel like four minute is one of the more exper experimental girl groups out there. At least they'll try different sounds, different looks, different concepts, and things. And um. Most of the time, you know, it, it's stuff that is least seems to connect with the public. I mean, they're not, like I said, they don't have a super dedicated, like, fandom, but they seem to be, at least their songs seem to be popular with the general public. Yeah. But you, it, it just seems like they're not really mention, you know, when people mention girl groups or whatever, you know. It's just because at times Hyuna's shadow is just over, like, it just shadows too much the group at times, you know, because when people think of Four Minute, they just think, oh, Hyuna, you know. It's only, I feel like it was only from their crazy comeback that I feel like more people are speaking, talking about the other members than before. Mm -hmm. Like, before it was always Hyuna, Hyuna, Hyuna. It was crazy that I feel like people are, like, are really starting to pay the public at least is starting to pay attention to the other members. Right. So they maybe stops. Oops, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, uh, I was just gonna say that hopefully with their next comeback, the other girls will get even more of the limelight. So it'll start spread the 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 public's care about the other members will grow as well, and then hopefully their fandom will grow continue to grow bigger. Yeah. Yeah. What were you saying? Yeah, Oh. I need the public to stop sleeping on Two Yoon because I want that comeback. I want it. You need to stop. I, you don't I need don't to know. stop. I the best members. Like they Listen. need to come back. They are, but I don't think that they're utilized to their best. Twenty four seven was the best and song just ever. A duo. Okay. Listen, Best Shannon. Song ever. Shannon, nobody is sleeping on Tuyun. We are in a coma. Okay, it's over. Like, it was it's so straight bad. up I over. Like We're done. We are it. done. It was like okay. K-pop country. Like why? It was, it was so terrible. cute. It was, it was so awesome. Bad. They had a no, not, not the country song. I kick it with the black, the black swan song on their out mini album, but that country. I love it. Cyrus. I like it was like awfully, but it was so good. It's like no. a bulldog. Like you look at it and you go, it's freaking ugly. Why would you have that? And then you pet it and it's so fluffy and adorable and it drools on you and you don't even care. <laughs> you just need them back. Okay. 
I'm just gonna say as a as a casual I I don't I I feel like it changes every day what kind of fan of Big Bang I feel like I am. I don't feel like I'm a VIP. I don't feel like I'm a stan. I like them. The only person I really stand for is Top. But them as a group, I like them sometimes. And even I get kind of irritated seeing all the videos on the <laughs> of their videos on the list. But like Tim said, I mean, they, they released a bunch of them and they have a strong fan base. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Um, I still think the only people who get mad that there's so many videos are people that want to have that many videos from their group. Like, honestly, people always complain, right? But then it's well, like, okay, you know, well, what if it was your favorite that got to put out freaking six songs with six music videos? True, you're telling me you don't want to see six Wonder Girls music videos? Kiss my ass. You're a liar. <laughs> like, I no, I didn't say I didn't. I didn't say I didn't. I mean, I, I, like I said, I... I didn't have, I don't have a problem with Big Bang, I just said, you know, you see them on there a lot, but that's for a reason, I mean, it's a logical reason why they're on there, and then when you think about Icon and how they're pretty much trying to replicate the same thing. If I could have nine or six or whatever freaking um, nine muses or Mamamoo videos, take it, 100%, sign me up, where do, where do I sign my soul away, please? Didn't they try to that Kind of. With who? 21. 21 got three when they were supposed to get four or something. Or they got two oh, when they okay. were supposed to get three. Something like that. But their songs didn't do bad. And one of their music videos was like a cartoon. I mean, it's kind of like, it doesn't even have them in it. What do you mean? Well, Crush, yeah, no, like, the whole album did like, great. So. I, like, I feel like, well, that was with the, the album before Crush, which was 21, I guess. Um, which I think is their best, well, not their best album, Crush is Oh, best. Crush is better. Crush is But, godly. I mean, I think 21 was like their, uh, uh, peak album. And I think, like, I feel, I feel like with that one, like, they, they're the only group that's really, female group that's really done, like, the multiple video thing. And I liked it when they did it with 21, that, um... That album, because they did the multiple, the cartoon video, I was really into that, and... The one that Crush, literally did Crush. the worst. <laughs> but with Crush, I feel like they they did do multiple videos for Crush. They, they did, did three? Um, they did They're Come Back Home, and they did um, Gotta Be You, and, and Happy. Crush. Yeah. So they um, did four? Huh? So they did four? Um. Because they did happy. Yeah, four. Four. Because yeah, they did happy too. And then, I mean, I guess if you want to count scream, even though the one that's no, 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 nobody counts scream. Japanese. Yeah. Uh. So, but it didn't make as much of a. It didn't seem to make as much of an impact. I feel like Crush was really slept on, in a sense. I don't know. Uh, it depends on what you consider slept on because commercially it was a huge success. It sold really well. It just didn't get the kind of radio play you would expect, like not like Big Bang or YouTube plays, I suppose, in this case. But, I mean, commercially it sold really well, it, and it definitely was reviewed really well and everything. So. 
Yeah. I mean, it just depends on the way you look at it, right? Like, I think people are so, were so bitter and were so hurt by how long it took that they just didn't want to acknowledge the fact that, like, it was good. You know what I mean? No, that's the thing is, like, when I listened, finally listened to it, the whole thing, and I was like, this is really good, and then they didn't really win anything at the end of the year, and then I feel like, you know, at the end of the year, people kind of, you know, forgot about it, you know. And I don't know. I mean, I guess I'd, maybe I shouldn't expect I it to win. I personally didn't think it got slept on, but, I mean, it could have done better, sure. Yeah. But, I mean, oh. they promoted it well. I don't know. Like, people complained about how it was promoted. Oh, well, yeah, too. they did. Was, I mean, you can't well. say they didn't promote it, so... Uh, you can't. You definitely can't say that they didn't promote it. Um, so, well, there's that. And let's see. Maybe one more thing. Do you guys have anything in particular that you guys that I haven't mentioned that you guys want to talk about? Mm, I don't have anything. I think Shannon fell asleep. Shannon, are you awake? Dude? <laughs> I think we lost her. She's like, oh no, I'll just do uh, anyone this, talk. Who cares? This has been happening so often lately. Um, oh no, yeah, she said, alright guys, I gotta be up in a few hours, I'll see you next week, so she left. Oh. Oh, there I you thought, go. I remember seeing that on, um, oh, okay. Well, okay, so it's just us three. Okay, well, I think that is... I hope you leave the sense so everybody knows how raw this podcast is. Like, <laughs> we make No, I am. No, we're actually, like, if you don't count the, in the music videos in the beginning, because that added to it, but I think the actual podcast is, is actually pretty... Um, is actually, like, not crazy long. Oh, well, I I guess I'll mention before we go, since we have several minutes, because um, I thought this was kind of funny. Um, Korea's, South Korea's favorite Western band, Maroon 5, <laughs> was supposed to be in Daegu and um, on the 6th, and Apparently, they canceled the concert an hour before the start time. Um, they said that um, Adam Levine was having health issues. Something was wrong with his neck or whatever. And it's funny because South Korea loves Maroon 5. They freaking love Maroon 5. I still like, don't understand. I, I, don't, like, I don't even understand. It's just like... Beyond, it's like Germany's love for David Hasselhoff. It's like, it just, it goes beyond anything. And it's funny because when it was reported on, and um, the, um, there are some Korean comments that were uh, translated, <laughs> they were not having it at all. They were like, my friend traveled three hours on the train to get to a concert, and sorry is all she gets. 
And they they were like, this is honestly something the concert host can file a lawsuit for. Um, and I don't think Maroon 5 is familiar with Korean netizens. Make one mistake, and this is a country that exiles celebrities from the industry. What is else? You know, it just... You know, like when they like they even had a picture up on I guess social media. There's a picture of Adam Levine with a weird. He's in a neck brace and he's got this weird frowny face on or whatever. And then and <laughs> this is another comment. Don't lie to us. We know that you never left for Daegu from Seoul at all. And how can the singer in the neck cast magically be able to perform tomorrow? Because then they said, oh, well, we'll be there for the Seoul concert, which was the next day. Does the neck cast from Sunday be removed on Monday? As someone who knows what actually happened, this is pathetic. Apologize to your audience and refund the tickets plus the cost of transportation. I just... Uh, I it, it that I found that amusing, especially since, like I said, South Korea seems to live for Maroon Five, um, and they were not here for that cancellation. I mean, they were like, "Listen, you know, you canceled." Daegu was on the sixth, and then they were like, "But we'll be there for Seoul on the seventh. and they were like, "Uh, uh, no, 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 you won't, no, you won't, <laughs> no, no, no." We will exile you out of this country. You will not come. You will not be here again. Oh, they're, my God. They go ham, dude. I don't know. They're like, listen, we have idol groups that, like, have performed on stage with broken bones and concussions and bleeding and wounds, open wounds and whatnot, and you guys can't But you see, American me. artists are not about that. They're like, what? I have a headache? Nope. Cancel everything. I'm going home. <laughs> F yeah. everything. They're not about that, dude. I got a migraine? I'm out. Fuck this. <laughs> they, should, they don't play that game. There's none of that. <laughs> I mean, but I just, I just found that really amusing, and that that is really awesome. And I'm like, more Western artists need to go to Korea and, like, just South Korea and be like, like, Ariana Grande is notorious for, like, being moody and being pissed off because of random shit and try and go there and pull some of that stuff and get chewed the F out. Um, you just have I mean, it out for Ari Ariana Grande. I don't know. I don't have it out for her, but I do I think mean, I just that, talked to her with the Marble Mouth thing. I mean, I, I just feel like, you know, she's one of those artists that I feel like, you know, needs to have, like, someone... She needs to have a good dressing down, you know. I think that would help. I think she's a little up her own, her own um, non butt at the moment. So <laughs> non butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, she's talent. She's got some talent, but um. I think she's also thinks she's more talented than she is, which is holding her back from being better than she could be. So that's just my opinion. But whatever. Okay. So there's that um, on the Maroon 5 tip. Um, so they, um, if I were them, I would be groveling before South Korea because um, 
I would guess that South Korea is probably like, I mean, maybe not 80%, but at least 60% of their revenue. South Korea loves them. Um, I cannot stand Adam Levine, but they love them. So, I mean, I would, I would be nicer to them. I'm just saying. Uh, so, anything else um, that we've you guys want to mention? Uh, I don't really have anything. Kiara? I want Ailey to be healthy and not sad and hurting. Ailey should definitely, uh, I, I think, personally rethink the whole like pushing up her I mean I don't I don't know I mean I know they try to do these things strategically and you know it, you know come back at certain times but you know maybe it'll benefit her to not come back in October because I mean there's already people several people coming back in October I mean November what's that gonna hurt you know I don't know yeah, I think she's probably better off coming back in November, but yeah. I don't know I don't know if maybe her label is kind of panicky because she released a song. It wasn't a comeback song, but it was just a song she released and it didn't do well on the charts and a lot of people didn't even realize she released the song. So I don't know if maybe her company's kind of panicking. They're like, they'll need her to come back as soon as well, possible or whatever it is. And she released something. I don't think she was, like, uh, promoting it because I don't – I haven't seen her since, um, you know, she no, was promoting her last album. I or anything, but I don't know. A lot of people were just like, what? Ailey had released a song and, like, nobody knew. So I, I thought it was, like, an OST or something. It's not? I'm not sure, but I just remember a lot of people joking, like, oh, Ailey released a song and we didn't know. Oh, blah, blah, blah. But, oh, um, that sucks. I don't know. She's my queen, a, whatever. Because she is a powerhouse, you know, vocalist, so, you know, people expect, yeah. I guess people expect her to get attention all the time, and since no one paid attention to that song, people are like, oh. That's okay. the thing, too. At least she has that to fall back on. It's not like, I mean, she does have talent to fall back on, so I you know, I think she has some leeway to say, you know, okay, you know, I'm going to push back my my material a month because... I feel like part of her... Pro like, you know, honestly, I don't think she... It's weird. I'm, I'm on the fence. If somebody told me that she didn't want to perform, I would totally believe that. But I also would believe if she was like, no, I want to come back for my fans. Because she seems like the type of person who would be like, no, I have to come yeah. back because my fans expect me. Yeah, know? I mean, yeah. Because I don't seem to have that sort of mental, mentality anyway of, you know... I Especially mean, like, Ailey. She, she definitely yeah, we've seen that, seen that You know, so many times, you know, you just keep going no matter what... And they've, you know, some of them have done that to the detriment of their health. Um, but, you know, with Ailey, like I said, Ed, you know, Ed, with her, I mean, I guess, like, with the last song she did, you know, they've been trying to, to do more with her as a performer. But, I mean, she's got a good voice, too. And that's what people mostly know her for. So, it, I don't know. I don't think it's worth risking further injury over. Totally agree. Yeah, totally agree. I think she should rest, but I, if somebody told me like she legitimately wanted to do it, I'd be like, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, um, Ailey, oh. we... Oh, Kiara? Oh, no, you were finishing about Ailey, so go ahead. I'm sorry, because it's another topic. Oh. I mentioned. Oh, no. Uh, you, were you going to say something about just whatever? Oh, uh, yeah, I was just going to mention that apparently, oh, well, Young and Minho are on their way to come to Fashion Week here in New York, and apparently... Jessica is going to be at the same show that Sui Young's supposed to be at. So, you might see something interesting happen. Dun, dun, dun. You think maybe we could get some, like, uh, exclusive, like, um, you know, material, you know, from that event? Possibly, Kiara? Uh, no. Um. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, that is no going nowhere near fashion week. All that oh, work <laughs> and money. But uh, I remember when I was in New York and we walked past the area, like, oh, that's where Project Runway had their fashion week thing, at. and I was like, it's just an empty area in space. Um, <laughs> um, so I'm sure somebody will catch pictures of that and try and you know, create some fan fiction around what may or may not have happened. They looked at each other. They miss each other. They, no, they fought, saw them, caught them yelling at each other in the bathroom, the girls' bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I mean, I have to say a good all props to Jessica. She seems to be doing well post-SNSD. And like I said, I think um, the more, I think... More likely than not, there are probably quite a few girls that are in the group currently that would like to be where Jessica is right now, honestly. <laughs> you mean traveling um, and looking like she's on vacation all the time? Because that's what she's doing. Yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, yeah. So, I guess if nothing else, we'll go ahead and close out. Tim? Every time. Every time. <laughs> Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. Uh, please check out our website, notyouraveragenetizens.squarespace.com. Um, you can also reach us on Tumblr that Shannon, who left us, mostly runs, which is notyouraveragenetizens.tumblr.com. Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash notyouraveragenetizens. Uh, if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, thank you, and that's amazing, and please comment to us. Um, but you can also subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, where you can also rate and subscribe and give us stars and all that good stuff. Uh, you can search for us at Not Your Average Netizens. We should be the only thing that pops up. Um, outside of that, if you're listening to us on iTunes, you can get us on um, SoundCloud, where we have like timestamps and all that good stuff. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash Not Your Average Netizens. Um, and we're also on oh, Twitter. Oh, we're on oh. YouTube, yeah. YouTube.com slash Not Your Average Netizens, right? Yep. We'll have yep, to add that. And uh, on Twitter, Twitter or on Twitter, you can add us at at NYA Netizens. And if you want to send us anything directly to email, you can email us at NotYourAverageNetizens at gmail.com with any comments, questions, concerns, or uh, if you're interested in being involved in the podcast itself, uh, you can also get to us there. Awesome. Uh, All right. I just want to mention, I haven't yes. forgotten the contest. I've just been really lazy to think of one. <laughs> but okay. I promise well, I'll, you... I'll bring it up very, very Yeah, soon. you continue to, like, yeah, take your time with it. And it'll be um, 
Nyan's first official giveaway contest. So, yeah, we want it to be want it to be good. So, yeah, take your time. <laughs> um, and we'll have that up eventually. Um, keep an eye, of course, on our Twitter and our YouTube especially. We're expanding our um, YouTube channel and adding videos all the time. Um, NB commentaries and vlogs from um, our podcasters and uh, also just normal uh, things on Twitter, announcements whenever um, we have new stuff come up and just random things from podcasters on there as well. And again, we thank everybody that listens and comments and follows us um, on SoundCloud, iTunes, um, whatever your um, you know medium of choice is. And yes, thank you for listening. And we will see you next time, next week, next time. <laughs> bye bye. See ya. All right. Bye, everybody.